Hello, this is Tea and Toxins with Therese Boudreaux, where I introduce a favorite tea, an interesting poison, and a historical case involving that poison. Today's episode features Kashmir Kali Kawa tea, cyanide, and the unsolved case of the Tylenol killer. Kashmir Kali Kawa is a black-green blend with cinnamon, cloves, cardamom seeds, and vanilla. Reminiscent of a lighter chai, it is produced by the Ann Arbor-based tea company Tea Hoss. For the best taste, steep the tea in 200 degree water for three minutes. Now, I know a lot of people think they dislike green teas, but usually this is due to improper steeping. If the water temperature is too hot or the tea steeps for too long, the tea will burn or oversteep and you'll get a bitter, often vegetably taste. If you want a stronger cup, just steep the larger amount of tea. The typical ratio is one rounded teaspoon of tea per cup of water. And now to cyanide, the poison of the week. There are actually many kinds of cyanide and it comes in different forms. Any chemical substance which contains a carbon nitrogen bond is classified as cyanide, but the four lethal types are potassium, hydrogen, sodium, and cyanogen cyanide. Cyanide works as a poison by binding to the iron ions in the mitochondria of the cell, which prevents cells from accessing oxygen to make energy. Without a steady supply of energy, the body's tissues, including the heart and nerve tissues, suffocate and start to die. When enough tissues have died, the poisoned victim dies as well. Immediate symptoms of cyanide poisoning include headaches, dizziness, fatigue, and decreased motor skills. Once a certain dosage is consumed, the victim experiences low blood pressure, slowed heart rate, convulsions, coma, and death by respiratory or heart failure. The victim's skin may turn a cherry red from high levels of unabsorbed oxygen or a dark blue due to the cyanide iron bonds. While hydrogen cyanide is found naturally inside apple seeds and fruit pits, the historical poisoning case I'll focus on today involves potassium cyanide. This unsolved crime is known as the case of the Tylenol killer. Now before you worry, the pain medication itself did not poison the people. The potassium cyanide added to the drug is what caused the deaths of seven Illinois residents in 1982. Before drug product safety seals existed, it was quite easy to tamper with bottled products. In the autumn of 1982, an unknown person laced multiple bottles of Tylenol with potassium cyanide. At the time, Tylenol capsules were easy to open, and since potassium cyanide exists in salt form, it could sneakily be added to the gel capsules. The gel coating also concealed the bitter taste of the poison, making it the perfect way to kill discreetly. Between September 29th and October 1st in 1982, seven victims died before police connected them to Tylenol, and recalled over 31 million bottles of the product. Johnson & Johnson, the producer of Tylenol, confirmed that the drug tampering occurred outside the factory. Investigators theorized that the culprit had obtained bottles of Tylenol from local Chicago-area stores, then laced the contents of the gel capsules with potassium cyanide before returning them to shelves. While incredibly perplexing and tragic, the Tylenol poisonings brought about much-needed changes. Working with the FDA, Johnson & Johnson invented tamper-resistant safety seals. They also produced a new version of their pills, which still used a gel coating, but were far harder to open than the previous capsules. In 1983, Congress passed the Tylenol Bill, outlawing tampering of consumer products. And in 1989, the FDA implemented the widespread adoption of product safety seals on all similar consumer products. 
To this day, however, the Tylenol killer has never been found. And that's all for today's episode of Tea and Toxins with Therese Boudreaux, Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.